Hi, I'm Mike Frynexus. We're a software company helping complex organizations to become more competitive through successful strategy execution. Today's podcast is Balanced Scorecards versus Hoshin. Today's podcast pits the incumbent against the challenger. Balanced Scorecards versus Hoshin. Balanced scorecards are commonplace in complex organizations are well-known and, in its day, represented a real revolution on how to approach strategy. Like any aging heavyweight, though, its future looks a little uncertain as a new challenger, Hoshin, steps into the ring. Let's have a look at how they match up. Firstly, it is possible to have both in place and to be effective in strategy execution. The balanced scorecard is a useful tool to ensure that a full range of objectives in different categories, finance, customer experience, learning, and process have been considered as part of the formulation of strategy. A leadership team can achieve a set of clear objectives without a scorecard. However, ensuring a good balance of priorities and their likely impacts is good practice. Other than the focus on breakthrough objectives and tools for providing prioritization among these, Hoshin doesn't have a lot of focus on the formulation of strategy. Once the top-level objectives have been agreed upon, however, Hoshin is by far the more effective tool for implementing strategy. Hoshin is really effective at cascading goals effectively, communicating these and capturing the tactical initiatives without which strategy execution would be impossible. In contrast, the balanced scorecard tends to live its life in the boardroom in relatively rarefied company. One way of looking at it is the balanced scorecard is good at displaying what should be done, whereas Hoshin is really good at managing what should be done. The proponents of the balanced scorecard would argue that the concept has evolved and that the tool is now capable of managing execution effectively. Our general experience would disagree with that. The other areas in which Hoshin is superior is the regular reviews of initiatives. A good Hoshin process will have frequent executive reviews driven by measurement of leading and lagging indicators and problem solving around challenges and objectives. So, there's a big emphasis on learning and developing problem-solving skills. Effective Hoshin requires cultural change to be successful, whereas balanced scorecards doesn't really require the same level of fundamental change. Although this point suggests that Hoshin requires more investment in time and change, it also suggests that it does have a larger and more lasting impact on organizations. If some of the issues we've discussed today resonate with you, feel free to visit us at www.i-nexus.com.